0: So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I really hope is being a blessing to you. That's called recovery and restoration. Something God clearly wants to do for me and you. At least that's what his word says to me and you. In Joel chapter two, God said he'll restore everything that was lost and that the devil stole from me and you. And since most saints have had so much stolen and are lost in their lives, God's recovering and restoring what's been lost and stolen would be a big, big blessing in our lives. That's why I'm excited about sharing with you even more today about what the Bible has to say about this awesome opportunity God gives you and me to experience recovery and restoration in our lives. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it he comes. We're in Acts chapter 10. We're going to pick up the story verse 19. This is right after he finished showing in the vision and, and making it clear to him. Acts chapter 10 verse 19. When Peter thought on the vision the spirit said unto him behold three men seek thee arise therefore and get thee down and go with them doubting nothing For I have sent them, I have sent them. Now notice what he said, get down. There's three men that's coming. I want you to go with them. Why would he say go with them? Because he normally wouldn't go with them. So you got to read the word of God right. (laughs) Why would he say go with them? Because he normally wouldn't have went with them. And doubting nothing. For I have sent them. Why did he write that? Because he would have doubted. He'd be like, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, see, this don't even make no sense. This ain't even right. Verse 21, then Peter went down to the men which were sent to him from Cornelius and said, Behold, I am he whom ye seek. What is the cause? Wherefore ye are come. What you here for, boy? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man, one that fear of God, and of good report among all the nations of the Jews, was warned from God by a holy angel to send for thee into his house and to hear words of thee. Then called he them in and lodged them. And on the morning, on the morrow, Peter went away with them and certain brethren from Joppa accompanied him. And of course, then they went over to Cornelius' house over in Caesarea. Now, you got to understand what's really happening here. God then spoke to him in a vision and told him to open up the door, basically, and begin to start preaching to Gentiles. This is spanking brand new to him. And so questions could be running all through his head, man. Is that God for real? I don't know about all that. And then the, and then the Spirit told him, get down because there's three men that's going to be coming in here. I want you to go with them. And I want you to not doubt and go with him and not doubt. He's hearing from God. But then when he get down there, and then even while the men say, yo, we were sent from Cornelius, this interior, He know who Cornelius is because Cornelius is well known amongst all the Jews, which means he know he's an Italian. And so he knows that that's cross what he would normally do. That's the opposite of what he would normally do. That's why he, God told him don't doubt. Don't doubt. Well why would he say don't doubt? Because he can he got every reason in the world to doubt here. First of all. There's an Italian you want me to go talk to. I ain't sent to the Italians. You told me I'm an apostle of the of the of the of the Jews. What you doing sending me to an Italian that I don't know if that I don't know if that's God. I don't know. I don't know if that's God. And then they talking about me come to him. Look, I'm the Jew. You come to me. Y'all don't want to go there with me. Pray as God. Amen. Let man, do it. Yeah. See, Cornelius wants you to come to him. Who is he? Y'all don't want to work with me. If he wanted something, he should have come to me. <laughs> I got things to do, man. Because I'm about to go set foot in the house of an Italian. When I've been told stay away from them according to my understanding of what I've been told to do. So all this is stuff that you doubt. Y'all ain't never been asked by God to do something that's contrary to what you already know and understand. All kind of thoughts is hitting your head. Like, oh, I don't know about all this. Oh no, you, you, you know enough that it could have been God. But I need something else. Y'all not working with me. To kind of confirm that I must have been hearing right. Because I don't know, man. I don't know. So these men is telling him about Cornelius. Let's go back. Let's go back. <laughs> these men telling him about Cornelius. About who Cornelius is. He know a little bit about Cornelius. But he telling him who Cornelius is. Then Peter went down, verse 21, to the men which was sent unto him from Cornelius, and said, Behold, I am he whom you seek. What you want, boy? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man. The word justice, of course, is talking about justified. Pete, no, he ain't just. He just according to what y'all call just. He ain't saved. So that don't don't mean nothing to me. One that feareth God. Mm -hmm, Yeah, right. Salvation is of the Jew, of good report, among all the nations of the Jews. Wait. He of good report? That's the same thing that God asked me to look for when I go to raise somebody up, go find somebody of good report. Good, of, the fact that they stand he was of good report, was enough to confirm for him this is probably God this is probably God because that was number one on the list that God gave me when he said go look for somebody to be able to include in leadership and so if that was number one on God's list here then this although y'all named it number three on the list to me that was the number one thing that confirmed that that could be God I am commissioned by God to raise up ministers who want to be raised up, who are willing to submit so that they can get. Not just because they're around. They have to, they got to qualify because I'm a man that does things God's way. I don't do nothing other way, any other way than God's way. I'm a man of order. That's all I do. If it lines up with God, that's cool. If it don't line up with God, I got time. I ain't, I ain't in no rush. i wait. I'll wait till you develop like you're supposed to. Then we can talk about what the next thing is to do. But if you don't develop in that thing, stay where you are and keep developing. Come on now, anybody ever cooked? Yes, Cook meat, praise God. Yes. Amen. You might put three pieces of meat down right next to one another. One of them done, the other two ain't. You don't just, well, since this one's done, let me just pull them all off. No, you got to leave that one on there for a little bit longer because that one, it ain't cooked yet. Is anybody hearing me up in here? And that's how God is. God looks for certain things to be in the person in order before he raises them up. I say he do. Man raise up anything breathing. God is different. i said, say, no, it got to be matching what I say match. That's what God says. That's why when all them other things were said to Peter, it's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. That's according to their standard. But then when he heard of good report, that's God's standard. Go, go find me somebody of good report, which was enough to be able to verify for him. Sometimes God tell you to do something that in your mind you think like that's not what you should do. But then God will show you what you need to see to be able to say yes to what he wants to do. He'll give you a confirmation. And one confirmation that is true amongst Everybody that's going to raise somebody up and follow God to do what he said do in relationship to raising people up to anything is of a good report. Now, remember, he's from the Italian band representing the Gentiles. So not only amongst the Jews is it important, but even among the Gentiles, it's important of good report. What is your name about? What is your name? Not what your name is. Like, my name Jimmy. No, that ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, is your name good or bad? Is it somebody I can raise up or is your name toe up? What is your name attached to? What, when somebody hears your name, what kind of stuff is drug in with that too? I'm teaching up in here. Cornelius' good name helped the door open for him to be able to look, for him to be able to res, be able to come in, for the man of God to be able to go to him and do what he said to do. Although Peter had already heard from God, one of the things that helped him to be able to do what God told him to do was the fact that Cornelius' name had a good report. Because if he did not have a good report, then he wasn't, and he wasn't of good report, and he didn't have a good name, then Peter might have, I didn't say wouldn't have, might have thought what he heard from God really wasn't from God. God, you should, no, God, because I know how important a good report is to you. So if David said to him, he, 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 he's Cornelius. he got a whole lot of money, he's talented, he's gifted, he got skills and ability, and, but a lot of mess attached to his name. Peter would say, man, that wasn't God I heard. Man, that wasn't God. That, that was not God I heard. Because that is one of those that God does not back up on. Good name is one that God doesn't back up on. That's why a good name is so very important. A good name will provide you a place alongside powerful people to do powerful things. Told to Acts chapter 16. A good name will provide you a place alongside powerful people. So you be, you might you should never be afraid of people calling out saying tell me about this person. Tell me about this person. I, oh Lord! I'm, I'm see I'm from the streets, and you can tell any kind of lie you want to as long as the people can't talk to the people you're talking about. <laughs> you tell any kind of lie you want to, as long as they don't talk to the people you're talking about. Like 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 the brother from the street might tell the young lady say, Hey, look, she did me wrong. That's why I ain't with her right now. In fact, I did her I I, I was I was the best person she ever met, and she just did me wrong. Until she called. And then she peep 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 peep. Is you the one that used to be with him? Mm-hmm. Well then why are you no longer with him? When he said he's as good as he is, girl, can I give you the real 411 on that fool? And same thing vice versa. Like, dang, she fine. How can she be out here? Man, that got crazy for leaving her. Yo, man. Why are why, why you not with her no more? She did what? (laughs) She does what? Thank you. Can we get together tonight? Mm -mm. (laughs) But you want to be able to people say, oh yeah, let me tell you about that. They're a powerful person. They're going to benefit you greatly. They're good people. They got a good report. It'll get you beside some powerful people. Acts chapter 16, verse one. It says, it says, then came he to Derby and Lystra and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewess and believed, but his father was a Greek. Now when they say but his father was a Greek, you know that And say and his father was a Greek, but his father was a Greek. Now you're talking to somebody and they'd be like, yeah, but that already know it drops right there. Where's that? <laughs> Which was well reported of by the brethren that came at Lystra and Iconia. Him would Paul have to go forth with him. Who? This brother that was well reported of by the brethren that were at Lystra and, and Iconium. The person that was well reported of had a good name by the people who were at Lystra and the people that were at Iconium. All of them came back and talked about Timothy and said, no, no, Timothy legit. Him would Paul have go forth with him and took and circumcised him, which means he, he, see, he, he got everything else right with him later. But there was one thing that he said I can't do for you and that's that you have a good name. Let me say this as right as I can. I can teach people ministry. I can teach people what, how to conduct themselves in excellence in ministry. But I can't teach people to be circumspect and make good decisions. I can give you information but I can't make your decisions for you. That's one of the reasons why all the information you can get, your decision-making process is what's always going to be watched. That's why when we learn that David made, he was circumspect, he made good decisions. He knew what to do, when to do it, when not, what not to do, when not to do it. He made good decisions. Why? Because all those are tied to his name. Because I don't know whether Timothy knew the people was talking about him, but they were. I don't know, I don't know whether he even knew it, but they were. And God, and God made sure that it got to the person that needed to get to. That was Paul. And Paul made a decision. You're going with me, young man. A good name will hook you up with powerful people. Homie was a nobody in relationship to how high he had ever been in ministry. But because he was a circumspect individual, knew knew how to go in and out, conduct himself properly to the point that people in two various cities could all testify about how good that guy was. He ended up getting tapped on the shoulder by Paul and said, yo, you coming with me. Powerful people who others don't even get the chance to hook up with, end up hooking up with people. That's powerful people. A good name will take you places, places where others don't get to go, especially people who don't have a good name. I know what this is about. Can I can I test? Can I testify? <laughs> ha! Let me testify. I remember, I remember, I remember when I first got born again. I never forget, never forget, never forget. The Lord, Lord was talking to me like a mug, praise God, because he, he told me, he said, yeah, you got to make up some time because I was behind schedule because I had messed up for so many decades, praise God, and not listen to him. Praise God and wouldn't listen to him, praise God, but then he finally got my attention and I, I started listening to him and I went ahead and got saved that day. Praise God, thank you, Lord Jesus, woke me up that morning. Told me it's time for you to get in church. And I, long story short, went ahead and got to church. Praise God, and got saved that day. Next week, he said, Go back and join the church. Praise God. And he said, and Submit yourself to that man right there. It was Pastor Keith A. Butler, who's Bishop Keith A. Butler right now. Trust the brother when I say this. Submit was a dirty word to me. I ain't submit to nobody, ever. It don't happen. But I'm saved now. And I told the Lord, If, if, you, if you show me who you are, I'll follow you for the rest of the day of my life. Follow me, and I'm going to do what you say, do. He told me, submit yourself to that man. I'm like, submit. (sighs) Here we go, right off the bat. Here you go. (laughs) All right. So I went ahead and joined the church and I said, okay. I remember he began to start showing me things. Praise God. He told me, he said, I want you to watch that man because you're going to be him. I'm like, him? Now you got to understand, I was from the streets. And so he wasn't. He said he was from the streets. He wasn't from the streets. Praise God. He was. was, Not like I was, praise God, amen. He, he might have drove on the streets, praise God. but he, he wasn't from the streets. Trust the brother on that one, praise God. So I'm looking, I'm like, oh, see, now I got to lose my cool and everything. I'm like, oh. <laughs> see, this like, is this like, oh, see, oh. I'm like, but Lord, I'm going to follow you. You said follow me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then he showed me in a vision. Never forget, never forget, never forget. He showed me in a vision. Me walking through an airport. Got his bags on my shoulders and in my hands. And I'm walking with him and he's walking with his hands free. I'm like, oh, see, no, uh. But then the Lord worked with me, developed me, trained me, turned me into a man of God. Got me a chance to learn what I need to learn and be what I need to be. Till now, my name is being spoken of well. What people think of me, they think of good. Because God did a transformation in the midst of my life. I forgot all about what He had showed me earlier. I'm just serving the man of God any kind of way I can. I'm just serving, doing anything I can. Pull pit, whatever. And he, you know, trust me, He didn't let me up in there. But, but <laughs> pull weeds, cook, cash stuff. Fix stuff, any whatever. Just show up there every day. Just do what he want me to do. Just serve. Just serve. Glad to serve. Excited about it. One day I was in my office, which was that cafeteria. Praise God. That cafeteria was my office. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, and I would and and be in there until they come to eat. And then when they come to eat, I got to gather up all my stuff and then I got to take it out. Praise God. Cause, and then, you know, stand there and hold it until they finish. Praise God. And, and then after they finish, then I go back and I can put my stuff down and I can do some more work. And one day, praise God, I they had dead Everybody had finished and then I put my stuff back down and got ready to go back to work. And then when I was in there, praise God, standing there, Bishop snuck up on me. I didn't even know. Praise God. And I'm, I'm standing like this, minding my own business, doing something else, you know. And all of a sudden he tapped me on my shoulder. Praise God. tapping on my shoulder. And I'm thinking like, who oh, tapping me on my shoulders? You know? And I turn around looking, I'm like, oh, it's the bishop. Praise God. <laughs> I had, you understand, no contact with him. He said, hey, boy. Thinking like, dang, that's what my father used to call me. I said, yes, sir. He said, you're going to start traveling with Go see my secretary. Get your identity. In. You're going to start traveling with me. Be on time. I said, yes, sir. And he walked away. Thinking like, I'm going to do what? Because here people sell their souls. Suck socks. Do everything they can to get as close to him as possible. I'm trying to run away from him. I'm trying to get as far away from him as, as possible. Tap me on my shoulder. I went back and told a woman by the name of Leatrice Bell, minister, minister Bell, powerful woman of God. I went back and told her, I said, You ain't going to believe what I just what, he just, what the bishop just did. She said, What? I said, He tapped me on my shoulder and said, I'm going to be traveling with him. Kind of, is that the craziest thing you ever heard in your life? She said, I already knew he was going to do that. I said well how come you even not say something <laughs> she said he had already been asking about you he had already been asking everybody about who you are because he ain't going to bring nobody as close as you're going to be unless you got a good report he's got to make sure that you're the right person to be that close to him so I said okay she said your, she said, your name is good that's why he came and got you well, that's all way that we have time for today. We trust that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hopefully, you're coming to know a little bit more about the fact that our God is a God who wants to bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. I hope even more importantly that you're becoming inspired and maybe even on fire to let God be a God who restores what He wants to restore in the life of you and me. God's Word clearly states that He's willing and wanting to do it for us. So let's let him do what he wants to do for us. Let's let him bring recovery and restoration to us. If you want to hear a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at Erico 210-785-9238. That's Code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP but it's always best when you get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Massey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. That'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be more than glad to come and get you. And speaking of recovery and restoration, to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just the thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to, pay half you pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You'll go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did. That is with or without your boo. And by the way, that's the one you're married to. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.